Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. On today's episode, we actually had a very informal episode. And the beginning for the first 21 minutes or so, Justin and I went back and forth. I was talking about my shitty haircut or the lack thereof that I might need to get one. Um, Also talking about new progress in the gym and why that's the case. Um, Then we get into the question portion of the day where I had a couple questions that were asked for me. And so did Justin. I had... Someone asked me if they drink white sugar-free monsters daily, what are the potential health risks and is there a better alternative? Also, I find myself having trouble falling asleep at night and staying asleep. Any tips on how I can improve my sleep patterns? And then Justin had... Hey guys, so I had, um, I like to smoke weed for my workouts. Would you say this is a good or bad habit? Also, a question, you guys always talk about changing lifestyle habits and starting with small steps. How do I get a family member to start who is reluctant to change? And the last question of the day we answered was, I've moved to a new state. Any tips on finding a new gym? The one, and the answer, the answer was the one that gives you free steroids, you know? Yeah, so, spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, so listen to this intro. It's the same one. <laughs> wow exciting here we go <laughs> we sound so happy for this one now because we just recorded for an hour and uh something so you know i'm a little yeah. exhausted i'm a little, tired. I'm a little tired too it's like 5 30 it's 5 40 p.m you know it's about time to go home and call it quits all right well all right, i'm well. calling this quits <laughs> bye <laughs> hey frank what exactly does it mean to be growth-minded well justin i'm glad you asked It's a state of mind where you realize you don't know everything, but are open and willing to learn more in order to achieve more. And how does one know where to learn these things? What if it's false information? Well, bud, that's why you listen to the Young Minds podcast, where they tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'm going to go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes and Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't want to shit on it and ruin it. I was like, maybe we could add something at the end. Oh, I don't know. Well, you, you look really comfy. So I am loving this new seat. Let's it's see actually, how long you last. I don't think, I don't think it's going it to. Ba- how's your back support? On That's that? the thing. So yeah, I, I, just, I just got done with some heavy squats, right? And my lower back is just tired. He's not... He's not in the mood to sit up right now, so I'm doing the lounge. I put the seat on, oh, fuck, mode, you know? Oh, I thought you were, I got scared. No, I just see? jumped. I thought you were falling. <laughs> I, you know, like- If you look at the camera on YouTube, I'm probably like this. I yeah. was like, oh. But if for people who sit in an office chair, there's that, there's the- the, there's the two back settings. stays up. Yeah, there's two settings. Like the where the back sits straight, it's like a spine and it doesn't move. And then you pull this little lever, and then the whole thing s- leans back, and you think you're going down. Dude, the worst thing is when you forget that it's on <laughs> lean back mode, and you just sit, right? And you're just like, Zoop. oh god, <laughs> he does it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta stop messing around. Yeah, but this that is really comfy. comfortable, so it's alleviating all I the mean, pressure. I mean, I really don't have. If anyone needs to alleviate, alleviate, yeah, right? that's a good word. Thanks for, yeah, you interrupted and fucked up your speech. I love it. But to to alleviate the back pressure and just kind of sit <laughs> to oh, sit man. back and have no pressure on my back and just to lounge. You get to see the people at home. Um, you know, it feels good. It's a nice, it's a, it's a nice change up. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm looking at myself in the thing here and I got to figure out a new hairstyle, dude. Really? Yeah, it's really bothering me because... See, coming from someone with flat. no hair, <laughs> you should be very thankful <laughs> that you have that much hair. <laughs> nah, man, because it's like I had... When it was short, right? So I have like thin 
strands of hair. Like my hair is, is mm, thin, right? Debatable because so, my, once again, like mine's really thin. When I when it was before I cut it, was it thin? No, it I'm, was. I'm like describing like the follicle. It's the hair strand yeah, itself. No, like I was thin diameter of thinning. the hair. Okay. Bald. No, thinning is thinning and bald. Thinning is when the hairs aren't like densely populated in your hair. My hair, f- I was strands. I was thin, thinning, thin. and bald. <laughs> okay, that's okay. All right, I'll take that. You're very lucky. So I have your thin. fucking man bun. There's thinness here, and I don't know, man. I did it for the man bun, did it for Jen, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I don't see her enough to do the bun all the time. I don't like the it bun by itself. It was literally for Jen. It was. I like. The I bun. like it long, but I don't care for what it's like without the bun. But when it's in the bun, I don't really care for that either. I'm like kind of in limbo. Before, I had like the nice faux hawkish. Sound like vibe. such a girl. I liked it. I liked it. And so so was it like a cut that just was gelled up? So my hair is really light. So when I throw a little bit of like gel in it or a little hairspray, it stays up and it's like sharp. Like it, it's pointy. It's it's got integrity. Now it's heavy, and once it gets any little bit of, like, momentum to one direction, it all falls to the side. And it just can't stand up on its own. Do you you have, like, a barber you go to, and he's your boy? Just like my mic stand. Did your mic stand just fall off? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Want me to pause it? Uh, Yeah, just come right back. Yeah, because you got to. Bye, guys. Okay. Um, (laughs) We're back now. So do you have a designated barber like he's your boy? Oh, yeah. My boy, Roman. Oh, you do? Yeah. Because I was going to say. Why Come with me to the barber and we'll. I could. Well, I mean, we'll it's not it so much that. It's it's not the hairstyler, the stylist. No, I know, but it would just it's be me making a choice. If we go together, I can make some nice Insta stories, making fun of you. And it shit do, it does matter more when the Insta, Insta stories are there. But um, yeah. So you want to go back? Know, to I that? like. I want to. I wish I could trial run, bro. Diet. Once I cut diet it, something. No. Yes, <laughs> like baby, blue. Could, baby blue, baby blue. I'm gonna match Caitlyn now. Are we fucking Danny oh, Phantom? Shit. No, she's like platinum. She's platinum blue. I, I, that's the blue I would go. I wouldn't go fucking like neon blue, AutoZone Honda Civic neon blue. No, no, bro. That's because what it is is it'll create an image for you. You know how Steve Aoki, his image, image is like his outline, his face I, outline. I don't. I don't. Or is it Steve Aoki or Dan Balzerian? No, I think Dan it's Balzerian has like a. a it's his beard. It's like a it's bearded man. No, he has a. Well, ram. That's ignite. No, he doesn't. It's Stevie Oki. Then. Go on, bet. Yeah, it's okay. I don't really. Care it doesn't matter much. anyway. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, speaking of my lower back, from the workout we did before, one thing that I do notice for people who are looking to gain strength, they think do conventional workouts and progressively overload. So like, add more weight and do that consistently. Add more sets. Yes, that works, but in a temporary, in the temporary, but it doesn't actually work long term you end up plateauing and i noticed taking what is a the year plan? off what is the plan so just for numbers like i used to squat with a belt and with knee wraps mm-hmm. and all these different stability additives because i lacked in my own structure of and course. the integrity of like my knees and my because oh, you're probably using those utilities over and over again whenever i went heavy i was like well I had like a three plate rule. If I went to go squat, me too. It Literally was the same thing. Three fifteen. Once the third plate on, it's a on. wrap. Yeah, I could do like two seventy five. It's a wrap. No pun intended. Ah, I didn't even catch that. Um, so then I was always so cautious of going heavy, and when I would go heavy, I would use the belt to brace outward, right? So I would use my your core acts like a weight belt, technically, right? And your pr- when you wear a weight belt, you're pressing outward 
with your stomach. You're actually expanding your your core so that you create tension against the the walls of the the belt, which creates structure and integrity as you go down. It creates when pressure. You don't it pressure? That's what it yes. is. So when you go down without one, you actually have to tighten your core, make your waist smaller. Your own pressure. Yeah, you have to actually bring your core inward. So you're squeezing inside your transverse abdominis. You squeeze that fucker. Well, people want to know, bro. Roll your damn eyes. But that's the thing that squeezes together and actually forces all your organs together. And then as you drop, if you lose that, then you shouldn't be squatting that much. But then people throw a belt on and they say, okay, well, no, my legs are strong enough. But you could leg press however much, right? That's You shouldn't squat that much, right? Yeah. So, so let it, me take a swing at what you're going to say. What you didn't do, right, is squat and go, okay, I can hit 315. Next week, I'm going to try and hit more, right? And continue throughout the year and just go more, 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 more. Like, let me get more. Yeah, what linear you did approach. is you step back from bodybuilding and you worked on your core. You worked on your mobility. You worked on your range of motion, being strong in a weak range of motion. And from that, now you're coming back to bodybuilding and you could squat way more way more without any is that exactly what it's exactly going on? what happened i mean yeah. yeah because we talked about it before so i wanted to bring it up it was exactly that conversation that we had did we like going yeah it was either you or my cousin i don't know I was it's definitely about not it. me no but basically using my using multi-planar so like not just like a bench press is one plane of motion you're pressing down press up the the bar path goes straight up like something like a turkish getup where you go from the floor and you're holding the weight above your head and you you bend in different positions and then at some point you're standing straight up with with your hand extended all the way um things like that that's multi-planar you're moving through space in a different way sprinting um lateral lunges things like that that those are they're forcing you to create integrity under instability right so like the motion is not going in one direction it's actually moving left it's moving right it's moving diagonal are you strong in those planes when you strengthen that, you then there are little muscles that coordinate that you don't really notice, but over time, as you keep practicing and practicing and increasing range of motion and making sure that your form is correct and you're incorporating the correct muscles, now coming back to it, it was like my max was 405 for five reps, right? But I did that with 90 degree bend in my legs, not even, right? So it's like a box squat, like sitting on something pretty high. My, my ass didn't go past my knees, right? So it was basically just cheating. Yeah, you had the belt. Right? Because the second my the, hips were involved. The, the, the knee straps. Yeah, it's the second your hips are involved. When you pass 90 degrees in your squat, your hips are involved. And once that happens, now it's glutes and lower back that need to make sure that they're strong. Otherwise, you're fucked. So I would never go past that. And I would use a brace for my back still. Now, today, I went 45, uh, 405, which is four plates on each side, dropped to the floor, came back up very smooth, and I went down slow and controlled. If you could own every position... It's in, it's incredible. Like I I'm, I'm so excited to now squat again, like to go back at it. And for people who are in a uh, a plateau right now and they can't advance, like to work on functional fitness, to maybe swing a kettlebell around, um, do walking lunges, do overhead carries, things like that, where you can you force yourself out of old habits, and maybe you'll lose muscle mass. Now you lose it. You're just gonna deflate temporarily. But when you come back after two or three months, it's priceless, man, because then it helps you in your other lifts. And I feel like my body weight's going up, my muscle mass is going up, my strength's going up. And it's just because I took time off. I always bodybuild it. I always went for strength my whole life. Yeah. And you know what? You know who I'm you thinking of as, as we're having this conversation? Who's that? Jen. Jen. 
Because remember when I was trying to tell her, because she Olympic lifts, right? Yeah. And she Olympic lifts year round. And she's really good at it and goes really hard. So I get Mm -hmm. it. Like it's, it's, it's cool. It's amazing what she does, honestly. But you and I were trying to tell her, remember, that if she took two months off, not off of working out, but just off of Olympic lifting and strengthened some of the positions that she's in when she Olympic lifts. So like the the snatch. Yeah. Is this overhead. a snatch? Overhead? Overhead, yeah. Overhead. So your right? arms locked overhead. If she did, if she took time off of putting a lot of weight up there and just worked on stability, right? Yeah. And strengthening that position, like maybe with the earthquake bar, bamboo bar, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, her her technique would get better. And she'd be she'd have an easier time to lock out the heavier weights in the future. Exactly. And that's a hundred percent. So sometimes, you know, taking the pedal off the metal and fixing a couple things and then flying back in it. Yeah. Because ultimately if you were to like graph out your progress, instead of staying pretty stagnant, you would go through dips and peaks and dips and peaks, but those dips and peaks will slowly be incremental increases over time. Like the, the high will be higher the next time around instead of going up very, very slowly and kind of a flat line approach. Instead, it would be up, down, up, down, up, down, and then the average over that time will increase. So a lot of people just can't handle that mentally, I think. So if you are there, if you're out there and you have a, you know, you're in a slump and you're not you know, hitting the numbers that you wanted, your body's not changing, the stimulus is not yeah. correct for you. And then you. you've been coming in every day and just trying to lift your most. And you're doing the same thing, right? So if you if you imagine every single day that you've come into the gym, and you know this, if you think back to all of your workouts for the past month, has it been the same type of thing? Maybe just various reps and sets. That's not enough. You need to change what you do, right? And use different muscles and apply yourself in a totally different way. So if you're going, if your goal is to be strong and to build power, right? If you want to build power, right? Olympic lifting where it's snappy, it's fast, and you're constantly doing that. You might want to build isometric strength, like strength in one position, like we were just talking about, right? So like hold a heavy weight above your head really long and create that stability, Um, you know, doing partial reps that might help as well. Doing unilateral, which would be like one side of your body at a time, right? Instead of always doing two sides. So like a bench press, you're, you're grabbing the bar, you're pressing it above your head, above your chest. Instead, take dumbbells and do one side. And just press that one side and, and along keep your with core that, tight. Along with doing that, doing that, what I love to do and also teach my clients is going through that motion, like let's say, like you just said with the one arm dumbbell press, and pretending that it is extremely, extremely heavy and driving your feet as hard as you could into the ground, squeezing your core as hard as you could, locking the lats, locking the chest, and you might have a 30-pound dumbbell in your hand, but just pretending with all your force that this thing is extremely heavy up down really slow that full body squeeze and contraction that's what's going to work your cns your central nervous system so that in turn will benefit you in the real lifts exactly right pretending it's weird sometimes when i teach people i'm like really pretend like this is extremely heavy mm-hmm. and just squeeze everything and, and go through it with that that mentality yeah like you want to be almost inefficient with your motion like you're putting way too much power in like Mm-hmm. like juice into the motion when it really doesn't need that much in order to get the weight up. But it does need that for you to prime your nervous system to attack new personal records or new, and I don't even think personal records, but like personal best. Like I'm doing this weight for this many reps and I haven't been able to do that with proper form. So just doing that alone, just focusing on the mechanics and focusing on things as a skill, I think people overlook that and they just try to put up more numbers and 
as they're doing that, they start compromising their form, right? So toward, so say you're used to benching 135 pounds uh, for eight reps, and you want today to put up nine reps. So sometimes what people do is, or most of the time, by the time you hit rep seven, rep eight, you start getting that semi-anxiety. You're like, I got to get number nine. I got to get number nine. And then just to get number nine, you compensate. And maybe you roll your shoulders forward and you just get that last inch out. You didn't perform nine reps. You performed eight good reps. And then on rep nine, just to fulfill your ego, you rolled your shoulders forward. Yeah, it's not like you actually got better. You didn't get it. You didn't get better. You just performed. It's like it's progress theater. Right, you're just showing yourself that you progressed, but you didn't because then the next time you got to do ten reps. No, no chance. There's no way because once you hit nine, you're gonna roll your shoulders forward again because you trained your body to do that. So I think people what they need to understand is that it's not gonna be a linear growth throughout time. You're not just gonna say, all right, well, every single day if I go and I approach the gym and I do five more pounds than I did the day before, I'm gonna progress at that rate of five pounds a day. It's just not gonna happen. At some point, you're gonna cap out. Your body is adapting faster than your changing the stimulus well it's just like anything honestly if you look at just take racing a car right if you just keep working on more horsepower more horsepower more horsepower there's gonna come a point where it's just not gonna work you need to step back and go okay what are the aerodynamics of this car you know change something up that's might not be your horsepower your ego what you want to move up like yeah Yeah. i got 1700 horsepower no maybe tune back on the horsepower but fix other things in the car yeah, right. And then like, watch how much faster you actually go. Right? Like better brakes. That was pretty good. That, that was very that was good. pretty good. No, because we could actually elaborate on that because yeah. if you're increasing horsepower, you're going to go straight in a straight line. This is – so the same will run two parallel things, right? So go say ahead. you have like a – you got a Mustang, right? This is typical – Typical, no offense, but typical douche car where you just go full on horsepower and you Steve, have no Steve brakes. Steve has a Mustang. He, he, did he boost it? Did he like? No, he didn't do Okay, so then he's not an so. asshole. Okay, the car's fine by itself. But when you add the horsepower, <laughs> the car has like shit suspension, right? So if you go into a turn really fast, right, you have all this horsepower, you're rocketing down the, the raceway. And you go to make that right and the car just has no idea how to handle itself at this at this speed. And the integrity of like the wheels, the tires, the brakes, the suspension, that all just compromises and you spin out, right? Because you just can't handle that force. That's just like a body, uh, not a bodybuilder. Well, could be, but maybe a, a power lifter who's very good at deadlift, right? So they bend over, they drop their ass, they grab the bar, they rip it straight up, it locks out, then they put it back down. That is what they're proficient in. They're really strong at that. Now, ask them to take a kettlebell from behind their ankle and pick it up and twist it around their body at 35 kilograms. Pop a vertebrae. They will rip their spine out because they're not used to doing that turn quick, right? They have all this power, but they have this power applied in a straight line. They do not know how to apply that power in rotational force around their body under different planes. This is what I was talking about before with multi-planar movement. If you're moving across different planes of motion, like twisting your spine, that's a totally different plane. That's when you're rotating, that's the transverse plane, right? So you're spinning, you're wringing out like a towel, right? Your spine is wringing out, it's twisting. You need to build strength in that because everything is rotation. If you think about every single movement of your body, every joint, it's rotating, right? If you're on a bench press, your elbow is rotating, right? So your elbow's rotating from an acute angle, right? We want to call it what the fuck, 90 degrees. And then it expands into an open straight line that's rotating on that axis. Everything is rotating. So if you think about your spine, that's another joint into your hip, into your pelvis, right? That's got to spin and it needs integrity. So if you don't have the strength in that plane of motion, then you're relatively useless 
when you want to spin or turn, but you're this bulky, strong dude. It's very, uh, or lady, um, it's very, you know, it's un, untalked. It's not talked about because it's not sexy. It's not something you could really flash on Instagram or do something. You know, well, just on like just like the the guy was telling us yesterday, who was in here, that back then, I think what like twenty, twenty five, thirty years ago, yeah, when you would go to a gym and sign up, there'd be this huge record board on what everyone's bench press yeah. is. You'd come in, you'd sign up. They go, like, all right, let's. What's your max bench? Let's get it right now. They get your max bench and they put you on the charts like where you are. Like, all right, you are a hundred and seventieth place. <laughs> like good luck kid welcome yeah, to the gym like yeah, that right. was your that was your thing like what's your max that's what you're ranking who's number one that's the best guy in the gym yeah and you see those people when they're 50 60 years old if they didn't preserve man they're they're walking with a tilt hump hunt uh hunchback you know they're limping in a knee they had knee surgery they had shoulder surgery everybody's got surgeries because they're looking just for that linear growth like as i proceed in this direction i'm going to go higher and higher and higher and weight and weight is my uh that's the way I uh, assess my progress. But at some point, your structure will die off. We all get old. We all get, you know, immobile, right? So it's like if your goals are to get bigger, get stronger, and you really identify with that, at some point, you know, that shit's not going to fly anymore. You're yeah. going to see the young guys coming up and crushing you, and then that's going to ruin you. It's going to ruin your ego, ruin your identity, and then it's like, what do you have from there? talking to him really opened up my eyes i mean i've known this for a while but you're talking to the guy right who's like oh man what i would do to go back in there and hang with those guys who are ripping 700 off the floor i was like who gives a shit the, yeah like, would where you are you now in like life them? Like, like who cares like what about your quality of life like who you are outside of the gym like well that's why i always like to promote that or push that the fitness industry is not you know what's the most weight lifting weights or it's not like my pilates class your fitness, the fitness industry is, let's take you as a person, what your life is and what will optimize your life. Exactly. So someone who wants to get fit, th- a lot of people get intimidated by like, oh, now I have to go lift weights and squat and deadlift. Like maybe not. May- what What is your life like? You know, yeah, or what, to what degree do you have to do that? Like they might be intimidated by the guy who's ripping five plates off the floor and slamming it and is making this loud noise and it's really intimidating and they feel like that's irrelevant. But maybe taking 10 pounds on each side, right? Just a little 10 and you're doing some bands too, maybe just creating resistance for your body. It needs to be relative overload, right? So if you can only do 65 pound deadlifts, then you should do 65 pound deadlifts. Just learning how to do that alone is going to improve your quality of life. Going up the stairs. Like what do you need to be proficient at, at your age, at your, at your job level? And for some people, for, for some people at some age, it's like, what do you need to be proficient at? getting up and sitting down on a couch on a chair like just literally the ability to get up and sit you don't think about that but there comes a certain age where that becomes an issue 100 percent. just standing about this with my uncle getting up getting down that's it i was talking about that with my uncle they were saying how like my grandpa he goes to sit down and it's and (laughs) just to get up an ordeal holy shit just getting up without your hands like tell your next client i did this i did this without your hands like the, whoa i need no not uh, sit whoa. not sit like sit on the floor sit on the floor oh, yeah, sit sorry. on the floor and try and get up without using hands and that'll that humbles weeds you. out the people who are actually fit and the people who aren't like real quick yeah and that 
type of fitness is like very, very low. Basic. Yeah. That's basic. Basic. Get off the floor without your hands. You know. It's try You'll now. Be surprised. If you're home right now, just try to get off the floor without your hands and just see how much. And then go to someone, to. someone older, and you're like, go to your parents or something. Yeah. Tell your parents to do that. So this actually kind of ties. Be, it into, might be a good laugh. This kind of ties into the question that you had before, didn't you? Have somebody asked you a question about uh, convincing a family member. Well, well, I want to start because because this, this episode we're basically I know we talked on a tangent now for 21 minutes, but this episode was supposed to be we answer all the questions that we got mm-hmm. in, so we compiled a couple, and one of them I got was. Um, you guys always talk about changing lifestyle habits and starting with small steps. How do I get a family member to start who is reluctant to change? Yeah. So basically you have to, you have to be able to sell somebody a product, right? Or sell someone a service with attributes that are relative to their life. Of course. It's always so it's like, yeah. oh, don't you want to be toned and sexy and nice for the summer? It's like, you're talking to Phil, Aunt Phyllis, who's 56. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck about the beach anymore. She stopped going 40 years ago. You know, now she just wants to be able to get off the couch without being like, oh, my back. So mm-hmm. then put her through something you have to like find, that. You have to find what that thing is that they yeah. want changed. So get, so if, you know, if you're dealing with somebody who has really unhealthy uh Eat nutrition habits and doesn't exercise at all and is chronically stressed just have them do a test have them do a test sitting on the floor without getting up without their hands and make them feel their ailment make them feel their lack of progress right so make them feel their reg- actually regression how far they've lost how yeah, much they've that's lost. always a good way to approach that yeah without I've telling dealt, them. i've dealt with it too you know i see i mean i see it here all the time i see someone who they don't ask for my advice but they kind of like hint at it. So I give them advice, but I know they don't really want it. So it, I, it's it's hard because to, for me, I see, I, I can help you. I can change everything in your life, right? But you don't want it. So it's hard for me to implement that change to you. It's so much easier when the person comes to you and helps you. But in this question, it's a family member, right? So you want to reach out and help. Mm-hmm. But when that family member doesn't want the help, you know, what is it to, what is there to do? It's, it's hard. Usually if it's a family member or someone really close to you, usually it's hard for them to listen to you because you're related or, mm-hmm. you know, they know you very well. So it's hard for them to even think of you as a viable source. Usually you have to get it from the outside, but, but that's I, definitely a good way to show them their regression. And then also, I think one of the best ways for anybody is leading by example. Yeah. hundred percent. And definitely. I, I teach that to this, to this gentleman I, I train, he wanted to get his daughter fit but she is reluctant to everything. So I, I literally told him, I was like, dude, you do you. Let her see how happy you are, how much weight you lose, how much energy you have. Let her see that and she'll come to me and be like, dad, what, you, you know, what, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Yeah, and I'm, then guess what? She'll want to change. Totally. Because I remember when I used to work in an office, I would come in and I would always have my, my Tupperware and I was always known as like the nutrition Nazi. Like, oh God, here comes Frank. I'll hide your, hide your, your ring dings. Yeah. So every <laughs> time in the office, out, slapping them out of everyone's yeah. hand. <laughs> Apple instead. Like, get rid of this shit. And Cheryl, <laughs> what did I say about that? <laughs> For real. So you know, I would always come into the office with my food, and in the beginning, no one wanted. It, it was funny. They didn't want anything to do with it. They're like, this what kid, are you doing? this kid. Then after six months, there would be three or four people who would ask me. You know, oh, so what you got today? It smells good. I'm like, yeah, it does because it's fucking good. That's why I'm eating it. You know, like that's, that's kind of why we set it up this way. And she's like, you know, then they'll look at you and be like, oh, so so you're eating a lot. That's a lot. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot because I'm or eating like, correctly. You eat fish? That's high in fat. 
I've gotten that I'll before. I'll smack a bitch. I got that. Of that. <laughs> Remember, you were here with me. One of my fish is high in fat. Who said that? By dude, my, one of my clients, my online clients. Remember? Where? He's like, hey man, come on. Oh, the one oh, from the LA. Salmon? Yeah, salmon the one from fat. LA. Oh. Yeah, he goes, I see you eat salmon. I'm sorry if you listen to the podcast, bro, but I'm not gonna <laughs> use your name. I'm not gonna. Not gonna use no, a name a or anything. Kid. He's a good kid. No, he's great. He's he's having great progress. But he goes he goes. Hey, so uh, I see on your Insta stories that you eat salmon. Isn't that really high in fat? And I was just like, don't say anything like stupid. Just the, tell him. Just explain it to him. The best don't fats. Bewittle him. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's something that you have to just lead by example, but don't push it on people. The problem is that you need. Like I had this in the beginning. I was like you a leader. Push, right? I was a leader of oh fitness. God. I was like, you, know, you should have, you should please. You know what you should do instead. Yeah, yeah, you like, should definitely experience what I'm doing because, oh my god, am I feeling amazing right but now? But it's hard not to be like that in the beginning. Like I though, get this question though because I, I, I picture this kid just like coming at the family member. You need to do this. You need to do this. Yeah, but it's like, but a lot of the times the person doesn't embody, and especially in a family, right? So say you first got your little, your, you kind of got hit with this fitness bug. Right. And you're just so excited and you're inflate, inflated, whatever, with this excitement. And now it, your family sees it. They're like, all right, what is this new fad? What's what's going on here? And they don't take you serious because you're just like, oh, you got to try it. I, I got this new fish recipe. I did this in my own house and my evolution of my own habits has been so drastic that if my parents or family followed the way that I was when I first started, they wouldn't have gotten the right the uh they wouldn't have gotten the right information. I, w- I had the wrong information. I was eating uh, metrics bars, which are like three and four hundred calories of just like oh, protein too. and like rice bits and I sugar. The, the pure. I don't know. No, it's not called like, pure. No, it's just a about? giant big one hundred. No, I'm bar. saying me, me, me. Oh, pure. I used to buy um, made by like oh pure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, pure protein. Yeah, pure gross, protein. Gross, gross, dude, dude. The second ingredients <laughs> like hydrogenated oils and artificial <laughs> Those sweeteners. Those are horrible. Yeah, and they're just be like, oh, you got to eat less calories than you put in. It's that easy. Look, do this. I would give them like brown rice, grilled chicken, uh, red peppers, and be like, okay, you're done. That's your, your fat free Italian dressing on it. D- no, dressing was more calories, dude. You couldn't do that. Fat free. Bland rice, black pepper. Like, dude, I was. Oh, wow. You were. It was just stupid. It was ignorant. It was just restrictive, restrictive, restrictive. And I was so excited because it was different than being fat, right? So I was being. I was skinny fat at the time. And I was excited. I was like, oh, wow, this is working. I'm losing fat. But I wasn't in shape. I wasn't what someone would want to look like or be like. I just didn't embody any of it. But I was trying to force it on people. You just can't force it. You have to be someone who leads by example and just shuts the fuck up, does it, and people ask you the questions. And then when you say it, don't be pretentious. Just tell them this is what you're eating. You feel great. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you need help, let me know. Yeah. So it's either lead by example or find the thing that will connect what they value in life to being healthy and fitness. Exactly. And then once either of those two happen, they will come to you and ask you the question. And as soon as someone comes to you for advice, you've got them. They will listen to what you say. They'll absorb it and they'll implement it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I've noticed that's been a huge thing here. Just being here in at Outlet. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. As soon as someone approaches you, that's it. Yeah. They're going to listen to us talk yeah. our freaking hearts out like we always do. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to You ever go. realize that we just talk way too much sometimes to My someone? My family hounds me. No, but this, even bro. here. You re- ever like I do it all the time. Oh, Someone yeah. asks me a simple question, I'm like, "Well, in my head, I'm like, all right, that's not that simple. Here we go." And I'm just like, duh, 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 and it's like, I, I catch myself. I, I will world. literally tell people, I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm ranting, but just 
take it. Yeah. You know, I'm giving you information. I know. It's, I wish people understood the fire <laughs> that burns. But yeah. uh, So I have another question. I Go ahead. Hit us. They're like, uh, I drink white sugar-free Monster daily, which is the better one. It's better tasting. It's the one, one I buy. Yeah. You still buy it? Yeah. Um, I drink white sugar-free Monster daily. What's the potential health risks and are there better alternatives? First off. You're drinking white sugar-free Monster every day. Now, sugar-free day. doesn't. I mean, I I used to do that. I got to with the I Monster mean, or with specifically like, Monster. Yeah. yeah. See, I never did that every day. I I did pre-workout every I day. I drank so sure. much Monster that I put a Monster sticker on my car, like a big one, like or the just... size of my hand was the claw. That like three. That's big. Scratch. Where yeah. was it on your? It was on my back window. Back window. My back window angled like a Honda Civic. Did you have you know? um? What's that like? Long Island Civic STI wrestling. group. Nah, I didn't fuck with that. Nah, I just I was just. You know, everyone has it. What fast. am I thinking of? I have no idea. What are you talking about? I had I'll, Cobb. I'll get the name. Cobb. That's a uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Whatever. Um, it's like Speed Crew or something. Yeah. Like everyone just, in Long yeah. Island has <laughs> Speed Crew across their freaking <laughs> some shit like dr- that. Lowered Honda Civic. Yeah. Like, like okay, nice. Bro. Um. But anyway, whatever the hell I was talking about, I, I used to drink these monsters all the time. And I get it. You know, if you are calorie conscious and you think that this is what's going to help you, you're wrong. Um, you shouldn't have to do that. You should be drinking something that is not necessarily as potent as monster. It should not be something that's um, daily. It shouldn't be something that you do on the daily basis, right? So for me... I drank it daily because I just thought zero calorie means it's better for you. And they were usually located like in the healthy areas, like energy drinks used to associate with health. And, you know, you have a bunch of different artificial sweeteners in these just because they're low calorie doesn't mean shit. You still have sucralose, right? Sucralose is a, it's not a natural sweetener. It's an artificial sweetener. Now it's not bad in low doses. If you are at a gas station and you have to drive home from Pennsylvania and you just want to stay that's up, when or I, that's like, when I find myself drinking. Them. And I love it, but it's good. Remember, it's actually, when we went hiking, exactly. Remember we went hiking a, and on the road trip up, we just grabbed the monster, you know, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Use things as weapons. And a, a lot of people, they ask like, well, what's the best? I mean, in this case, they ask what's the best source of caffeine or what's a better alternative. And, you know, shameless plug, but I mean, we work with NeuroRoast Coffee. If you could drink coffee and you could have some sort of benefit that comes with it, because coffee's natural. It's not like in an energy drink, let me just break it down for you. An energy drink is a bunch of different ingredients to create a brand name that we know, right? So they start with carbonated water and then they start throwing <clears throat> chemicals, not even like bad. I don't even want to use the, the word. Well, it's usually always taurine. It's taurine, but those are caffeine. chemicals, right? Those so are the top. Taurine is like an your... amino acid that's supposedly is supposed to be like a nootropic, but it's it's not. There's been no studies about that. Caffeine is something that's going to hype you up. So if you're drinking that on an empty stomach, it's going to mess with your stomach lining because there's no natural feel antioxidants that come in it. Like with coffee, you get natural antioxidants. It, it came like this. They just ground up the bean that came from nature. So you're at least getting something natural. Um, excuse me. And uh, in neuros, for, for example, you get the natural caffeine and it's diluted with cordyceps mushrooms, turkey tail to help your gut. Uh, the cordyceps helps you with your performance. Lion's Mane helps you with memory and recall and uh, neuroregenerative aspects, basically building your neurons within your brain. Do you hear also you about the boosting of testosterone that adaptogens aid in? I could see that being a byproduct because of how they clear the system, so to speak. Like they're uh-huh. helping with oxidative stress, right? So your body's not focused on trying to get rid of 
the stress within it, right? It's basically now kind of free to do what it wants. Yeah. And you could optimize yourself. So I could see that being possible. I don't know the specific science behind that, but regardless, that you're not getting that from Monster. And on top of that, what these artificial sweeteners do is they they decrease your threshold. They increase your threshold for what sweet is, right? Yes. So like for me, when I was really strict with food, like bland food, and I would eat no sugar at all, like I was really, really strict. I would bite into a fruit and be like, whoa, yeah, this is a fruit. Like back when I was younger, if you gave me a fruit, I'd gag. I'd be like, this is fucking gross. Like, why am I eating a blueberry? I could eat, you know, Mike and Ike's. This is, this is shit. My threshold was so high for me to feel that euphoria, that, that payoff from eating sugar. So when you have these, these monsters, you're kind of ruining your, your potential to enjoy things that are benign, like fruit. Right, like they're really sweet, and if you drink that daily, you're not you're gonna you're gonna. And it's the same thing with that. caffeine. Your novelty. caffeine threshold too, because I mean, how yeah. much caffeine's in a monster? About 160. 160. So yeah. that daily, and I'm pretty sure you're not only having that. You're not doing you know, one. No way. If you're if you drink monster every day, you know that no sale way at just, 7-Eleven. It's two for four. Two for three. Two, two for, for three. three. Damn upgrade. Isn't it? It was two for four back when I was a fiend. Mm. Yeah, I would get the yellow. I would get the yellow. I'd get the uh, orange and one, the, and, and the I would get the white one. Hmm. Yeah, both like that. So maybe two for three, three for four, whatever. But what it I'm saying matter. is your threshold for caffeine will drop too. And just like you experienced this past week when you took a break from caffeine and now you're mm -hmm. using it again, it is such a tool when yeah. your threshold is high and you can use it when needed. Yeah, I've been, I drank a bang throughout the entire day today and it's still halfway. No, oh, jeez. I would also had 150 milligrams of caffeine so far. I feel great. Like I feel sustained. I drank it throughout my workout. It didn't, I didn't feel that it did much because I was hyped for my workout, but took a little Kratom too. So that was a little boost. But regardless, you know, you don't need to just focus on caffeine as being the answer. And a lot of people, they don't wake up. They don't let their body wake up naturally. They just go straight for the caffeine. Now that's a big problem because if you're tricking your body into thinking, all right, well, usually within 15, 20 minutes of waking up, I'm, I'm grabbing something to ignite me right and get me up or even if it's an hour or two you're still not woken up you're still not awake right so give yourself some time allow your body to kind of pass through you know your first piss in the morning drink a little bit of water let your body regulate and get up to speed wake up and then if you need it then incorporate some sort mm -hmm. of caffeine and try to make it something natural like a coffee and, and, and also definitely try to lean off of it <clears throat> don't just go cold turkey because if you're drinking one a day You've probably been doing that for a long time now. Yeah. And if you go cold turkey, you're going to fall right back into it. So go do go like every other day. Literally. Just go every other day for a little. That might not even I feel like, yeah, if you could get something that's not carbonated, right? Or switch to coffee and then decrease how much you're drinking. Because something that's not carbonated, at least you could like let it you could uh delay it throughout the day, right? So like if they were drinking two monsters a day, drinking one might be the answer, right? But when it's a carbonated can, it's very hard to uh, kind of transport that and save it, right? If you have like a coffee mug or a, co like no, a Yeti. Well, save it. Who's saving a monster? Well, what if you need it throughout the day, right? So if they drink two monsters a day, that means that in the morning or the afternoon, they drink one and then at night or the evening, they drink another one. Usually. I just cut one out. Right? You could cut one out, right? But if they don't, if they just drink one, it's probably not even that bad. But if you're asking me the question, it's kind of... 
seems like it is becoming an issue or you're scared of it or you're more aware now. It's definitely not beneficial. It's And that's the one thing I want to say. It's not beneficial at all. It's not helping you. And honestly, it probably is. I don't know is, how bad it is. It probably but is decreasing your you potential. Yeah. yeah, your potential. Exactly. So for me, what I would do is go Neuro Roast or do any coffee. Don't you have to shamelessly plug Neuro Roast? I just but Neuro Roast is better because I know you've heard um, Sal on Mind Pump talk about how steady and amazing the energy is when you mix caffeine with cordyceps or mm-hmm. adaptogens, right? So and CBD. When you mix those two together, you get the high from the caffeine, and it's instead of quick high and then crash, it's a steady energy throughout. And honestly, I could detest, uh, attest, attest, attest to that. The neuros does that to me. I get Definitely. a nice steady caffeine high and it's only a cup of coffee. So it's, it's only 80, 90 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. I'm not drinking a 350 pre-workout. You exactly. Know? And it's it tastes good. And you know, if like you're, and if you're someone who's drinking coffee on a regular basis, why not give yourself a win while you're drinking coffee? Like well, it's coffee and, with benefits. Yeah, I always say that. Exactly. And it makes sense. Why would you just drink some Starbucks shit and just pay $4 a drink every time you do it? You're probably adding some sort of sugar to it. Um, or lactose if they don't and do it already already for exactly and there's really no reason to do that you <clears throat> could totally just grab a in our case the neuros coffee which will have the benefits of the adaptogens lion's mane turkey tail and your your stump your gut brain and your energy are all going to be amplified in some yeah, way and, and then you get of. the caffeine then you get the flavor which is incredible Mix that with a little bit of MCT oil and some stevia droplets. Mix See, it I like the up, I like the butter rat. better the, than the, the butter's MCT good, oil. but I don't. I'm not a fan tell, of the MCT. Oil. I don't want to tell people to do that. Um, Why? If, it's so small, dude. The piece of butter I put in my mug is like this I, big. I, if you want to do the butter thing, I I'm, believe me, I do it. But I feel like people get the wrong impression with putting butter in. It almost turns them off. But if you're down to try it, it's it's incredible. I mean, listen, it tastes great. Calorie for calorie, it's the same as the MCT oil. It is. Fast. The MCT oil is way better for you. We're talking Kerrygold butter. Healthy. It is Kerrygold butter, and it's good. You know, it's higher in omega threes. I get it, but some people just don't I like do to taste well better. I'm not a fan of the coconut. I get you. I'm with yeah, you. All right, so there you go. You guys yeah. decide which one you like better. Yeah, buy it. Try both. I like the butter better with the MCT. Both together. Butter with MCT. Yeah, I just because I know I can handle it. It's crazy. So I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did my blood work. I'm good. Yeah. But, so, uh, but to end this question, uh, use the code Young Minds. For 15% true, off true. at No Roast. Yeah. So yeah. N-E-U-R-O-A-S-T. Again, that's N-E-U-R-O-A-S-T yep. dot com. Young Minds at checkout. Perfect. Okay. Now, so this <laughs> anyway. question I think is totally for you. Um, I like to smoke weed uh, for my workouts. Thanks. Would you say Ooh. this is a good or bad habit? <laughs> All right. I have to ask. Wait. Okay, go ahead. Ask, ask, ask. When do they work out and how often do they smoke is usually what I, if I had to say good or bad, right? So say this person is working out at night and they want to just smoke a little, get some movement in and go to bed. I see nothing wrong with that at all, right? Mm-hmm. But if they're waking up in the morning and they go to the gym and they're going to smoke a little bit, they're going to be high, they're going to work out and then they're going to come home and they're going to keep smoking and they have this chronic usage then I don't find it beneficial because then you're living under, no pun intended, but you're living under a cloud of this false understanding or false appreciation for what weed is. And I'm not a fan. I'm I'm a fan of cannabis, but I'm not a fan of chronic use. 
because it's and you just you just came out of your chronic use yeah and you now, just like what you're preaching right now you just learned last week about yourself i've been smoking for seven years straight every single night damn really seven every, every single night seven years yeah since i was 18 right yeah so i just i've always enjoyed it and i found it harmless and it is harmless when done correctly and of you course, respect of it course. right so for the first two three years i i didn't notice it's harm and didn't really find i didn't find much harm but i was smoking i was smoking it legitimately like lighting it on fire and hitting it you know now i do medical grade vaporizing of the the leaf itself now after taking that week off and being cognizant of it i don't want it anymore i kind of i enjoy it maybe if i'm hanging out with jen or whatever it's cool it enhances movies and makes it more funny and giggly and for watching the office it's like there's no reason why you shouldn't right if you could handle it but if you're using it to work out and it's giving you that motivation and it's giving you this something that you can't get from yourself, like we release norm, uh, natural cannabinoids when we exercise, right? And we, our bodies produce it in, internally. And if, you, if you're not maximizing the potential of the cannabinoids that we produce by exercise and you need to now add on top of that, then you're you're under an illusion. And I don't think that the person is really in exercise for the right reasons if you can't enjoy exercise on your own or on its own then you're not doing it right you're not doing it right for you right so like what we were talking about before if you go to the gym and you're doing bodybuilding routines and you're really not interested in that and it's boring well you're not exercising right you know maybe you should take a kettlebell class or maybe you should go to a hit training class and get yourself elevated get your your endorphins running and get your natural cannabinoids stimulated and then you'll feel that high but in a different way you won't feel the thc high but you'll feel the cbd kind of high where you flush your body feels a lot better you feel more responsive you feel more calm that's what people are looking for that's why people get high maybe they get anxious in a gym and they that calms them down and puts them in the zone that could be a reason that could be something but they have to understand their role and their responsibility yeah and also going to the gym weed is not for everyone right and and yeah. if you have that friend who is like pushing you to smoke and come work out with them that's silly. just be careful uh did i explain this story on here with the edible no well oh with remember mike? with mike no, did i explain just it, do it. well you're gonna explain it now, i'll explain so it again it. so so like i said cannabis is not for everyone it is not for me <laughs> Okay, at all. Well, so you get the question. I wish I got the question. I know, right? So was it it was like it was last year like October. It was a while it ago. It was right? recent. It was No, recent. it was actually I was, like I was at UFC, I remember. Yeah, so it was I like October, November. And I don't smoke, right? I just don't like it. <clears throat> it gets me paranoid and I know that. So Mike over here has an edible. And see the issue with edibles is that they are so high in THC. Not even, no. Your liver metabolizes the THC. But it's also, creates a different dude, compound. you're not going to smoke that much if you were just to smoke it. No, you're not. But the rate that it's released is as steady as when you smoke it. Relative. Okay. I mean, I, get, I don't know about it. You would know Your liver than I do. creates a different compound. That's why anybody who has ever taken an edible and said, I freaked out, it's not the same if you smoke it. It's just not. It's okay. not the same So thing. anyways, I was here, right? We didn't have yeah. this studio yet. And... I didn't start my workout yet, and Mike's raving about this edible he's got. And I remember back in high school, you know, I used to smoke, and I, w I would like it. And now I absolutely hate it. It's been years, years since I've smoked. So I, 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 I said, I was like, you know what? Let me try it, see if I like it again. Maybe, maybe I can use it for this workout. 
Oh, and mind you, hold on, my God. hold on, hold on. Before that, I get a text <laughs> okay. in the morning because this was a Tuesday and we were doing a podcast that night. And he goes, "Yo, uh, Mike just gave me a, f- a five milligram edible." That was five? it. It was, it was a ten. Five? It was I don't a, know. I don't know what the hell. No, it was. no, it was a ten. It was a ten. It wasn't a five. He gave me a five milligram edible, a ten milligram edible, and uh, I'm still down to podcast tonight. I was like, "No, you're not." I was like, you're not. I was like, you're not going to be okay. And you were like, nah, dude, I'll be fine. And I was like, okay. I get a text three hours later. No, four hours later. It, it was, was like really long? close to the time we were supposed to. Because I was just waiting. I'm Hopefully it goes away. Bro. I get a text like, dude, I am fucked up. I'm like scared to be in my house right now. And I was just like, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I like, I was planning on not uh, doing that. I hate it so much. Because I knew that you From weren't going to yourself. And all of a sudden it starts like closing in, right? And like happening. And I just get this weird feeling. And but honestly, closing in, let, is the dude, dude closing in hard. You don't realize it's closing in, but it's, it's like happening, curtains, bro. It's, cr- it's happening, and you can't stop it. There's no. So I'm in the gym. Oh my god, I'm remembering my thoughts from that day. So I'm working out, and for some reason, being high, you're. I don't know if you're if you feel this too, but I was able to feel my muscles so tight. Oh, I like love I could feel exactly what I'm working out and how hard it is. And it was making me really pumped. But then I found myself just like kind of looking around the gym and being like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is this place? Like we're all just closed in. There's no windows. And metal music was like screamo hardcore metal was playing. And I'm just like, this is weird. Why am I here? What's happening? Like, why am I just lifting weights right now? Dude, like it is just not for me. It is not for me at all. Yeah, I mean that. I went that home and just freaked out. But that kind of I sat on my computer all night and just watched Netflix. I couldn't do anything. I was I done. I could only imagine you're like, I was done. I'm useless. But I, <laughs> I, I can imagine this person who asked the question, right? They're, I get They're why they do it. it. I get why they do it because of what you just explained, right? So I love doing mobility stuff when I'm high. I remember the other, like, maybe like three months ago, I went to Lifetime with Jen and she was doing Olympic lifting and so was I. And I was just. I wasn't excited to do the Olympic lifting. I just said, like, I, all right, I'll do it. I'll work on my skill. But I took a chocolate before I went out there, a chocolate, a chocolate. edible. Yeah, 25-milligram edible. And I went there, and I was just, you know, I wasn't feeling anything in the beginning. And I started warming up. And I want, it was perfect timing where it hit. And then I started feeling it. And you don't notice it. With an edible, it slowly creeps in. No, it's a curtain. It's a so, slowly yeah, closing curtain. But for me, it's it's a window opening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. It's the curtains opening slowly. I get it. Um, and then I was like, oh, wow, I could like explore more modalities. Like, let me just see what I could do. And I was taking lightweight and doing cleans with it, like power cleans. But normally, normally I would, normally I would, yes, but normally I would go up to a point where I would compromise my form because my ego would start to settle in. There was no ego with that. It was pure acceptance of what I'm capable of doing right now. And there was no desire to go above and beyond. It was just very complacent, very happy with what I'm doing right now. And this is enjoyable. And I could see how that's attractive. But that person, whoever asked you that, they really need to understand, like, what is my goal with the gym? Do I want to go there and just have fun and enjoy the movement? Which is fine. But how does cannabis affect your life outside of that? That's their own personal question. I need more context. But in that case, I do understand what they're looking for. But if you're looking to go to the gym to progress and get stronger and get bigger, get leaner, whatever the hell the thing is. But if it's an er at the end, you want to get more, then I wouldn't I wouldn't take cannabis unless you want more mobility. Because I can Maybe. see that. There's an argument to that. stretch that further. You, your CNS, your nervous system is more relaxed. You're able to push your 
joints through a further range of motion. Like I, I could see that, but otherwise no interest. And I think that person should slowly wean off and start taking CBD before they go. Instead, get the if THC. If it's an anxiety issue. Yeah, 100%. exactly. Cause then that'll help them. They'll be fine. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to waste much more time on that. I have another question here. Go ahead. I find myself having trouble falling asleep at night and staying asleep. Any tips on how I can improve my sleep patterns? Now, is that the CBD? It's net lip CBD. Balm? Yeah. <sighs> oh, just man. keep talking. Don't don't pay attention. I know, but I just wanted to know. I'm just lathering. Um, lip all right. On. So there are a lot of steps for this, and I know a lot of people within my family, people who ask me this question all the time. I sleep like an infant, right? And I've noticed that recently and i don't get up in the middle of the night that's not what happens i know if any moms are listening i don't get up in the middle of the night. i'm not an infant like that but i'll fall asleep really quick um it's not from the weed it's not from that right it's from shutting lights off now every light you could think of if it's five or six o'clock we have a normal a natural circadian rhythm which is the natural light coming up the sun and then the sun going down Normally, the way our bodies were adapted, when the sun went down, there was no such thing as external light. There was never this artificial light, like where it just came in from some other source. It's over. Yeah, That's so it. like 5, 6 p.m. The moon, maybe. The sun like, would go down, and our natural <laughs> melatonin would start to yeah, produce. Yeah, kick in at like 6 or 7 p.m. Exactly. Right? And we would fall asleep around 9, 10 p.m. because that's how the melatonin sinks in and the cortisol becomes less, and they kind of switch places. Yep. And now... And then opposite Today, too, when the sun would come up around uh, 5, 6 a.m., yeah. it would produce cortisol mm -hmm. and that's what wakes you up, right? Because yeah. the blue light from the sun mm -hmm. wakes you up. So there are plenty of things that you could do. So at night, one of the things that I say automatically is put that night mode on on your phone. Put it on well, for we'll explain why first because so, so you, that natural rhythm of sun up, cortisol, sun down, melatonin, that is gone. We have completely fucked that up. Yeah, so now so, we have to mimic it, right? Yeah, so and things, we're so attached. Things like fluorescent light above us, the computers. I know we, we've mentioned this before. Our phones, TVs, all mm. those things are producing blue light and increasing cortisol production. So when it's 10 p.m. at night, 11 p.m. at night, we're still getting that cortisol spike and no, no melatonin. Yeah, so now exactly. things you could do you're are. Yeah, you're stunting that production of the, the sleep hormone, melatonin. So... At six o'clock, start mimicking what it was like back then. The lights started to shut off. If you You're have dimmers, work. if you have dimmers on your lights, use them. If you don't, turn them all off and use a couple like table lamps. You know, really make it like nighttime. Yeah. So on your phone, put the night mode on. Dim your lights. Make sure that every room that you step into in your house is either the light is off or whatever you're using is dim or lower. And if you don't have a dimmer, then get a lamp. Get something that's less. And it may seem drastic, but if you want to sleep better, this is the things you got to do. And your body responds one way, and that's how, it, that's how it is. If you keep feeding it light, you keep feeding it stress, that's what you're doing. Cortisol is the stress hormone, right? So if you continue to leak that into your body, you're, it's going to take you longer and longer and longer to fall asleep, and your sleep quality is going to be less. If the hormones are not in place, those are what keep you sedated. Instead of being on anesthesia, you're on melatonin. It's, it's, that, it's that simple. So blue light blocking glasses like Felix Grey, that's a great... Uh, company that has changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. When I watch movies at night with Jen, dude, I sleep like a baby. The second I I start getting that like tired feeling during the movie, I'm like, all right, it's over. You know what like, I realize when I wear them? I, I don't get like those headaches anymore. You ever watch TV for so long or be on your yes. computer where you have to close your eyes and just squeeze them because they fucking hurt? <laughs> you ever do that? And yeah. you're just like, ah, oh, hold on, give they me a burn. second, and they then you have to open it burn. and give it a couple blinks. 
dude, with these glasses, none of that. Yeah. No headaches, no nothing. They block 90% of blue lights. And the reason we always plug Felix Gray is because you can kind of go on Amazon and Google blue light blockers and buy them for like 20 bucks. <clears throat> and they'll come, they'll come really cheap, quick from China. But they are not blue light blockers. Yeah, they have like a. They don't have the real technology because the real technology of blocking blue light is an expensive. Um, a lot of product, R&D right? Went there's, into yeah, it. there's certification regulations, so we know that Felix Gray's is reputable, and yeah. they're uh, right here in Brooklyn. We really got to get them on this podcast. I'd be know, so I would cool. love to. That'd be really get cool. in touch with them because we're not yeah. sponsored. No. See the reason. The reason I like. I was telling someone the other day. The reason we get sponsored is so that like. Not only we could benefit from, from the products because we love them, but then you guys could too for a cheaper price. Like, look how we just talked about Neuros. Yeah. We love it. We used Neuros before we were sponsored by it. And now you guys get to use it and get 15% off. Yeah. So, no, you know, it's, it's such it's a win-win for us. Exactly. For the company and for, for people who listen. Right. Between them and Onnit, it was like anyone who knows me knows that I was <laughs> the Onnit dead whore. on top of Onnit like from three, four years if ago. If Onnit was a dick, you'd be sucking it. I, like – Full on homo. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's nothing against it. That's just what it would be, right? Yes. Um, we're assuming their gender is uh, no, let's male. Let's not go down that hole again, Frank. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be going down that hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, so if you want to get better sleep, what you need to do is – and there's a there's a bigger – there you go. Watch out. There's a bigger morale – there's a bigger moral to this, to this story, right? It's negating all the blue light and all the artificial light. But also calming down yourself, meditation, and um, not looking at your phone for things that do not matter to you directly, right? So say you have work and emails and shit like that that you have to knock out. Knock them out before 7 or 8 o'clock, like as soon as you can. Then at night, do not scroll through your Instagram. Do not scroll through your emails. Don't respond to any text messages that don't need, don't have urgency. Like stay away from your phone, unplug completely and try not to watch TV. Try to maybe play a game with someone that you love or like go out for a walk at night when it starts getting nicer just the during best. the week, like go out, out during for the walks summer and, and talking. I love that. Just talking. Oh my God. I, that like leave your phone at home yeah. and just walk. Yeah. Don't oh, listen to music. Don't listen to music. Talk to somebody on a walk or go by yourself and just express thought what we don't do often is we don't sit down and think about or reflect on our emotions throughout the day how we felt what we what we learned and we don't appreciate shit we well, just are constantly looking sit. for stimulation yeah we we're sit constantly and we get looking stimulated to be fed by something else that needs to t- not even that we're sitting there consciously thinking it like we're on instagram and we want to be entertained somebody do something for me because i i can't produce it on my own how about you sit down in some thought and really just Think about what you do. Think about who you are, what you want. Establish some sort of uh, status quo for yourself. Maybe assess yourself. You don't have to go too hard in the pain here. You can just relax and just think of what's going on and see, like, where do I fall in society? How do I feel about what I'm doing? Am I what I shouldn't have treated that person that way today? Maybe I should I should be a little bit more conscious of when I do this or think be introspective. But if we're in the constant momentum of like putting our brain on hold and our critical thinking, putting that at rest for so long, you're going to be stressed. And that's cort- cortisol is just a giant there's a a big vat that we kind of we pull from. It's this big bucket, so to speak, where all of our cortisol, all the stress, everything that we do that involves stress, stressor, whether it be the blue light coming in or the exercise we put on our body or work or family or any drama that's going on, anything that is a stressor, it goes to the same hormone. 
right? And we want less of that hormone. And if you keep piling it up in all different shapes and sizes, you're going to notice that it's going to ail you in many ways, whether it be cancers, digestive issues, body fat, lack of sleep, that's all going to work in the same vicious cycle. And if we're not focused on alleviating that and creating practices and orienting our life in such a way to alleviate that, we are going to be fucked. And that's where all this chronic illness comes from. I don't think that diabetes is that heavily related to people's diet only. I think it has way more to do with stress. I think it has way more to do with the anxiety. And those things are lifestyle issues. That's like it's a consistent practice and we're sitting longer. We're not expressing ourselves through movement as much. We're staring into screens. We're rolled forward. We're in a very submissive uh, position. I think that people, if they focused on their human body, they focus on their mind, they focus on clearing house and they really reflect at night and don't use that time to just entertain, I think they'd be a lot more productive. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Down the Rabbit Hole with Frank Puglisi, everybody. (laughs) Simple question about going to bed. There we go. Your whole life is fucked. You do everything wrong. No, but you made a very good point. And, And the way to assess that, which I know we do all the time, is if you ever find yourself having a free time, you sit and what do you do immediately? Pop out your phone, right? After the fart, you pop out your phone, right? So if you can't sit down and not, and just be you, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. You know, you sit, you have a couple minutes, you pull out your phone and just fill that time. Mm -hmm. But what you just said is beautiful. Taking that time, think about you, who you are, your family, your your relationships right here in the gym when someone comes in and talks, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, we don't, we don't give ourselves that time anymore. So at nighttime, when you shut everything down and everything calms down, use that as that time. Yeah. And I'm going to actually start implementing that a lot more. Yeah. No, I definitely, I, it, I definitely don't. I definitely find it too. Cause I remember binge right now. Yeah. Cause I remember when I first started talking to Jen, right. We first started hanging out. I was addicted to hanging out with her the first time we met. I remember you would tell me nonstop. Bro, I was bro, like, Oh, Jen and I would hang out and just, and just talk, talk for hours and just, you talk, were like, I dude. went to turn on the TV and just stopped. Yeah. It's, it was crazy because I didn't realize it and we did talk about it, but we didn't, I didn't realize it. Like that is so important. And it, did, it wasn't like tangible enough for me to be like, no, I want to do that more. We would kind of talk about it, gloss over it, but it would just blend into what we did throughout the night. But it would be so much cooler when we would just sit there and not watch TV and just talk about what's going on. And I know after a while, it's like, how much can you possibly talk about? But, you know, there are so many things to talk it's about. Endless. Yeah. And that's where the weed did help. You know, in the yeah. beginning, it was just like, oh, you know, what? we're just going to go off on tangents. But we didn't need it. We didn't need it the past week. It was awesome. And I didn't feel like I wanted to watch TV. She's like, Frank, can you watch TV without being high? Is it possible? Can we do it? And I was like, yeah, I can. But like, I'd rather not. Look how you the know? roles have changed. Yeah, right? <laughs> <For real. laughs> so, you know, it, you got to figure out, especially with the people around you, if you don't have somebody around you or you don't have a spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to change. But this is just how Justin and I are oriented. You know, like I have somebody who at night I'm going to talk to or have walks with and be able to kind of just unwind with. Otherwise, I'm going to be alone. And if you're alone, that's the time when you self-reflect and just think about it. And that's going to be positive, too. So um, I don't have any more questions. So I think I have one more. You're I have one up more. to bat. OK, this one's pretty neat. Um, I've just moved to a new state. Any tips? on finding a new gym. So I can relate actually really mm. well to that because when I moved from uh, Western Long Island, from Belmore, back to Ronkonkoma, mm-hmm. the first thing I did, or even before I moved, was Google gyms in the area. And the only thing that popped up was LA Fitnesses, Retro, and Planet. 
fitness, right? Planet shitness. Dude, I, I would look at the map and literally Google Maps. Everywhere you look, there was nothing but that. It doesn't show anything else for some reason. And no way in hell was I going that. Because I know for myself, I want a gym with community, good people, uh, the right equipment, not just cardio machines. And, and somewhere that, I mean, like we've made it to be, that we hang out, you yeah. know? So I was lucky enough to move somewhere where I knew some people. So I actually texted Vin Catalano. And I was like, hey, man, uh, what gym do you go to? And he referred me here. And that's when I walked in. And so right when I came in, actually, Mike gave me a tour. And the first thing he started talking about was the equipment. Now, for me, that's important. He was showing me the Olympic grade equipment that he has, the stuff he had rogue custom build to fit his space. And all that stuff was important to me. And then also part of my checklist what checklist was a turf a turf area which they have a very nice turf area and a lot of different just random things you can use that's not just your bench press and your dumbbells right so that was definitely part of my checklist that i had to get and over here too the outside section with the big garage door that opens during the summertime that was just like a cherry on top you know so once i walked in and had mike the owner talk to me the way he did and and realize what kind of person he was what kind of management goes on here then find out what kind of equipment and what they have and how much and you know how the membership works that's all the things at least that are my checklist yeah and yeah a lot of people too yeah that's i mean clearly this place is phenomenal but i think going to you have to ask yourself what do i value the most right so a lot of people value cleanliness so yeah, they'd definitely. want, and that's usually kind of like a higher pay. You usually got to pay a little bit more for those. Of course. That means newer um, equipment, right? That's like if what you clients, just want like to go rusty somewhere. equipment. Yeah. If you just want to go some, or like potential staff, you know, like staff infections everywhere, you know, like MRSA. <laughs> okay. But that's what happens in gyms. You know, you get staff infections in locker rooms. So? Like it's gross. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That's where it happens. The like, most. I mean, I've never had it, so I, yeah, I, either wouldn't, I, but, I wouldn't know. But it's, you know, that's usually where it, or, it originates. But a lot of people, they focus on just where can I go for the cheapest price? And yes. price is their value factor, and that's fine. But it depends on what you want in your fitness. If you don't have a fitness goal and you just want to appease like someone well, who's I, telling I think you no matter what, the or, cheapest gym will be the cheapest results. Like, look at Planet Fitness. What do they, what do they produce? No, come on. But if you Planet go, Fitness, ten dollars a month. I could go to what Planet do they Fitness. Produce? I could go to Planet Fitness and get not as adequate of a workout. But but, I could but that's you who has the experience already saying. from here. So you have to ask whoever this is. I ask you the question. They need some. We need some sort of background on them, right? So do they want to build their functional fitness, right? Do they want to build sports performance? They should definitely not step foot in a Planet Fitness. They shouldn't really or go to LA, LA or either. A, yeah, you know, you have hexagon weights. That's actually a problem. They have like decagon weights. Yeah, yeah. It's like ten sides per each, so you can't roll the weight. So you deadlifting is a pain in the ass because every time it hits the floor, it changes direction. It's really bad. Um, all the the bars are the same. They don't roll. Right. So that shit, they don't have kettlebells. They don't have bands. They don't have any turf area. It's all hard floor. So you have to focus on what you're good at or what you need. Right. So if you're somebody who wants to do more Olympic lifting, CrossFit kind of functional fitness, find a place like a blink or a crunch or a place like Outlift where it's just a mom and pop type of thing where a more private gym, I think private. Yeah. Uh, Big box. You're going to pay more. Definitely. 
you are you are gonna pay more and it depends you know if you just want to get in get out and you you don't need amenities you don't need like the sauna steam room and shit like that you're you can save money and you could find a place that is good but um you really have to assess how do i enjoy the gym do i enjoy it with do i do dumbbells do i do bodybuilding do i do you know a list a bunch of non-negotiables for your fitness that what you need and then go go to a gym that has that like if you want to do bench press with plates you can't do that at planet fitness right you just can't do that you want to squat with a barbell you wait what can't you do you can't bench press no there's no barbells you're kidding it's it's smith machines and machines really they don't have a barbell they have dumbbells up to 50 you're kidding i i'm Anybody on whoever's listening, oh, send man. us a DM. Yeah, you can't. It, that's why it's not $10 even a bench a month. press. No, no, not at all. Not even a bench. They, I think they have benches, but like decline sit up shit. It's 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 a joke. And they give you pizza. They give you pizza yeah, every Sunday, like, right? There's like pizza. Just one hundred percent, I could say with certainty, don't go to Planet Fitness. <laughs> but you can get a good workout there relative to resistance training. But it's still not that good. Um, LA Fitness. Not a big fan, but if you want to bench press, squat, that's where the middle you might not. The be middle able to. of my fitness career was all LA Fitness. Same LA Fitness, I still think is shit just because of the type of weight that they. I have. don't like it at all, and the management's always super shitty. True. Always super shitty, and always. that's the biggest thing I think is is when you walk into a gym for the first time and take a day pass is talk to the owner, talk to the manager, and just get their vibe because their vibe will always be the vibe of the members in the gym too. A thousand percent. I, that's a very good point. Um, I've never been to a Blink, but I know what they look like. I've been once. So Dude, it's seem- so weird. Is it? It's so minimalist, if you can say. In what way? Just like, picture like a, a 2019 Star Trek spaceship that's perfectly clean. Like a, colors. Uh, and like, like an Apple Store? Yeah, yeah. Like an Apple, Apple Store gym, and it's just like... <laughs> weird dude okay. we'll go have you haven't been no, I've never we'll, been. we'll go walk into it i've get seen a day videos pass. of people who work out at a blink and i was like i see kettlebells i like what's mm, going on here we'll go um, there's one there's one in there's actually plenty over here yeah we live on we but, live in uh, new york there's plenty but yeah if ask yourself the question do i like the culture here do i see what's going on in management that was a good good idea um do i need the amenities like sauna and a swimming pool because if you don't fuck it if you need nationwide and you want to be mobile right and like oh i travel a lot and i want to have an la fitness wherever i go or a planet wherever like you want a big box gym somewhere well then you might want to get one of those not a mom and pop where you're paying 50 dollars a month to more like go to 60 one. 70 dude sometimes well isn't this 60 50 this is they changed it recently i think it's 60 but i remember i remember it being 50 dollars a month if you paid like in advance whatever yeah, yeah. regardless but the, that's really cheap for something like this if you're staying here and you know you're always going to be here then that's a no-brainer you know so you have to ask yourself those questions and then apply it you know so i really don't think we could answer that for you but those questions you should ask yourself and i think you'll come up with an answer and then get the cheapest one that fits those those categories there you go. Just break the wall. Yeah, no problem. But, all right. Uh, and that wraps right, it up. Uh, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys did as well. So, and uh, if you did, please, please hop on either if you're on iTunes, on Apple Podcast app, whatever you want to call it. You can go to our profile and it says review five stars. Please just leave us five stars. Uh, it means a lot to us. You know, it really. And if you want to go even further than that, if you're like, if you're an overachiever, which I hope you all are right now, go be that overachiever. Click comment and write a review like literally type out what you think of this podcast <laughs> boring <laughs> <laughs> oh god imagine uh, no. i mean whatever if you think it's boring let us yeah, know but let us know in the dms not the review section please yeah please please all righty
Guys, see you guys. Appreciate you. I'm not fucking leaving.